RPG fans, welcome to episode 26 of the Switch RPG Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Philip, and I'm joined, as always, by the man from the Northeast, Geo. Northeast. Yes, how's it going? I, I almost said Northwest. It's Northwest. been too long. It's been too long. Wow. You're reloca- relocating me? Yeah, he's from Seattle. And joining us <laughs> specially tonight is the man, I would say, the man behind the scenes, you mm-hmm. guys don't know him, probably, except that you do as Firestream. But he's the creator of the website, SwitchRPG.com. And uh, welcome to the show, man. Hey, thanks. I'm, I'm glad to finally make it and uh, be a part of it with you guys. Yeah, it's nice to have you on. Yeah, it's something that we've wanted to do for a while, and it's just so good to get him on. Um, so you go by Firestream on Discord and on the website, but uh, your real name is David. So that's what we're going to be calling you for the episode. So, if this is your first time listening, ladies and gentlemen, then this is the show from SwitchRPG.com that brings you all the exciting news, upcoming game releases, and all the latest in the world of RPGs on the Nintendo Switch platform. This week, we're talking a lot about Pokemon. What? Snuck up on us, and it's going to be a lot about Pokemon, and then we're also going to be answering your questions about us RPGs to recommend uh, to friends, like playing with your friends and stuff. And then finally, we're going to be doing some more RPG recommendations later on in the side quest. Let's get this show started. First, before we actually dive into the news, I do indeed have an iTunes review to read. Nice. First nice, one nice. in a long, 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 long time. If iTunes will show it to me. Which it won't. That's fun. All right. I'll have to read it. It was later. a good one. It, it was, was a, a great one. one. It was a great one. <laughs> Wait, I, ha- I can look up my phone, maybe. <laughs> I thought that iTunes would show me on the website, but apparently not. Uh, well, let's see. Well, they, they mentioned my beautiful face, and um, <laughs> I think that was about it. Five stars. Five stars, awesome. beautiful face. Will the app show me? Now I'm like questioning everything. Have we had. Have we have we had uh I got it right here. the whole time? Well, no, this is April third. Oh, you know what? Okay, you know what? Uh I bet it's because this listener is from Canada. <laughs> no, I, I'm serious though, it's an international review and I've gotta figure out how to do the international reviews. So yeah. DJ Atkins, DJ Atkins, thank you for the review. Whenever you listen to this, cause I know you're listening to them in order and you haven't caught up yet, but when you listen to this, we appreciate your review and I'll have to yes, figure out you. how to read international ones. Uh, but we do so have one here. We that probably the, have like a buttload of them and, and you're just missing well, out. We actually do have one from August 23rd. Uh, <laughs> The website that I've been going to to check these hasn't updated. We got five stars. Uh, great, a great switch podcast. This is from Blue One Five Six. Thanks, man. Nice. Uh, these Thanks. guys are awesome. Really enjoy the topics and the conversations that they have. Keep up the good work. So, uh, sorry for not reading that on the show earlier. Um, now I know that my source is faulty. 
So yeah. there we go. Yeah. And also I'll have to figure out how to do the uh, international reviews. I know a lot of, a lot of podcasts have struggled with that. So yeah. let's dive into the news. Sure. We got a good bit of news. It's been two weeks since we recorded, thanks to a hurricane and a sickness. Uh, But we do have a lot to cover. So let's dive into it. First off, I believe we may have talked about this a few weeks back, but I do want to get you guys' opinions on it again. But there's a possibility that Nintendo may be releasing the Switch 2.0 in 2019. Uh I know this is really early to be talking about this, but I mean, a, a Switch 2.0. What 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 are we what are we looking for? Possibly, what would we like in a Switch 2.0? Um, for, first and foremost, um, you know, a 1080 screen, more screen on the actual uh, handheld piece, um, Bluetooth audio, maybe, <laughs> so we can actually yeah. use a headset. Yeah, that's um, nice. And so chat is much easier. So chat makes sense. Um, I mean, I'm not asking for a lot. I don't think anyways, um, you know, more power faster is going to eat up a lot of batteries. So, I mean, I'm okay with, um, with what they have, but I, I was under the impression that it was just kind of a hardware revision because the current, uh, board right now is ha- easily hackable. So this is generally, uh, this is mostly to just kind of keep ahead of the hacking scene. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, if we're, if we're looking ahead, you know, yeah, definitely better screen. Um, I don't think Nintendo switch needs to be 4k at this point. Um, 4k screens aren't in everybody's house right now. So, um, you know, I'm not asking for the world, but that's my thoughts. Yeah. How about a better, uh, kickstand on the back? Though? Be- <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> you mean that little plastic doesn't do the job? <laughs> no. Yeah. And battery yeah. life—that would be the two things I want, just a little bit, because you know my kids borrow it from me now, and yep. I get it back dead, always. So yeah. they're gone an hour and a half, and they bring it back, and it's on ten percent. So <laughs> I think I get maybe two or three hours for real, but yeah, could be a lot better. I mean, what did uh, what do we have to go across here? So uh, to compare, so we have maybe the Vita, uh, maybe the 3ds. What are their typical battery lives i I would say 3ds depending on the game maybe four or five hours yeah maybe maybe and a vita i mean brightness too if you lower the brightness a lot okay you can get a lot more battery uh which i do on the switch too but i only get like 30 minutes maybe an hour more if i go all the way low that's actually still pretty good yeah um but what about a vita i know not many people own those um so what, what do those things get which thing? The Vitas. Oh, I have uh, two of them. <laughs> yeah, they, so I think my uh, Vita Slim gets really good battery life compared to the the first one. It okay. could be that the first one is has a wore out battery too, but um, sure. I think I'm getting um, at least five or six hours of playtime per charge. At least. That's that's pretty good. And if the Switch could get about four hours, I think that's more than reasonable. Um, I, I don't know if that'll happen, but I mean, Phil, what do you, what do, what do you want in the 2.0? Okay. Well, so 2.0 for me, uh, is just, is just about revision. And, uh, the article that we have here from den of geek specific, specifically, uh, mentions the OLED panels used by Apple's iPhone X series. That would be 
fantastic obviously um it says a thinner screen that would help with uh battery life so that's exactly what you were saying david so i mean i think performance is the big thing i i want something that is a little just slightly more powerful so that when i play like xenoblade chronicles 2 it doesn't noticeably chug for a game that is specifically for this machine but it, it doesn't feel optimized for this machine so that's what i'd be looking for but i mean i i think that this is obviously not news. Like every console has a revision a couple years yeah. in every single console. Uh, you know, the playstations they'll get <laughs> slimmer, the Xboxes they'll get less of a brick. Um, you know, mm-hmm. all the little handhelds like the, the, the 3ds kept getting this little revision. So, I mean, this is, this is like a, a known yeah, quantity. New. So, and, sure. And Nintendo and all these companies figure out how to make them cheaper to manufacture. Yeah. Uh, that kind of the second go round, like the, the Vita Slim, you can tell it was cheaper for Sony to make than the first one, um, but they sell it for the same price, so they're going to increase their margin by doing that. And I have sure. a feeling Nintendo is probably figuring out a better process for the Switch hardware. You know, it's improved, but it's also cheaper to manufacture, maybe. Sure. Possibly. Yeah, now uh, let's stay on the topic of new Switch hardware, but not necessarily 2.0. It's going to be your normal Switch that you've got now, but it's going to be themed for Diablo. Uh, Variety.com put up an article the other day that uh, details the Diablo 3-themed Nintendo Switch bundle uh, that goes on sale actually on November the 2nd. So that is right around the corner. Now, either of you guys really excited about Diablo 3? I am. You are? Oh, yeah. Okay. We played the 360 version, uh, which I was skeptical of for the controls because I'd always played Diablo on PC with keyboard Mm -hmm. and mouse. Yep. And then we said that that Diablo 3 on the console would be really good with controls, and we got it. And um, it was actually so well done that my wife was willing to play it with me. So we played it quite a bit. And then to know that we could play on the Switch with the little Joy-Cons and have four of us on there at once... That's got me pretty excited because uh, I think my my uh, older sons will really enjoy that, and it's something that we could all do potentially. You know, even four of us at once uh, on the sure. switch. So yeah, yeah, I'm really excited for that. Nice. I mean, I played it um, only on PC. Um, I mean, it is it's an it's an older game. Um, it's again, I've already played it. I'm, I, it just really doesn't do anything for me. The I mean, the cons. It's not. The console looks cool. Uh, it's really just the dock, and um, yeah, sell that dock. That would be that'd be good. Yeah, just sell the dock. I, it just doesn't. I don't know that this is going to push sales. In, in my opinion, I don't. I don't know that it's going to have that effect. Just wait till yeah. two weeks after release, then you can buy those docks on eBay for nine hundred ninety nine dollars. <laughs> You're probably right. Well, you got to think about Christmas season too. They're they're hoping to sell a bunch of bundles, you know, at Christmas, and so. We're kind of early adopters still in the world of Switch, if you think about it. Sure. Um, but a lot of a lot of people, a lot of younger people too, have never played Diablo three. Might be interested in that bundle, uh, especially with Christmas coming up. Yeah, I mean they're they're, they're bundling everything. So they yeah. have Pokemon Let's Go bundle. They have a Fortnite bundle. They got the Diablo bundle. It's like they have a bundle for yeah, everything. Because the uh, the Black Friday the the end of November is right around the corner. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're one But don't one. you wish they had done different colors on the Joy-Cons besides just like a gray? darker like a black. 
<laughs> whack, yeah. I mean, I mean it's, it's Diablo, got some right? decals on it, essentially, is what it looks like. Yeah. Seems like they could have done a little more elaborate with, like, the Splatoon bundles. I think they had more color to them. I don't yeah, know. They, it's just a missed opportunity. And, and uh, also the, the Pokemon bundle also had, like, the, the yellow and uh, whatever yeah. Eevee's color is. Uh, yeah, the, the oldest yeah, or whatever. Yeah, the tan. Um, I, yeah, and these are just the plain Jane gray, right? I mean, I think it would have yeah. been smart to have something, you know, visibly uh, signature for this for this bundle and for each bundle. I mean, make the collectors go out there and get them, you know. Yeah, so. I completely agree. Uh, speaking I, speaking of Diablo, you not do it. Speaking of Diablo three, Blizzard apparently wants to add crossplay uh, to to this game. So. Um, I'm reading from my Nintendo news. Uh, I'll just read a little bit here. Uh, a Blizzard Entertainment representative has told Business Insider that they are looking to eventually include cross-play, or cross-platform play, rather, to the forthcoming Diablo 3 on the Nintendo Switch so owners of the other platforms can hook up with their friends and play together. It won't be ready at launch, but it's something to look for. It's something that the team is looking into. Uh, and the quote is, it's not a question of when, it is a question of when, not if. It's not. It's not an if thing. It's a when thing. So, we've been hearing this about every game that's coming out on Switch now. Is you're at least going to be able to play with your Xbox friends. We know that much. So, good. Stuff. I mean, what's what's the player base though? I mean, what's the install base there? Are people still playing Diablo on the 360 or on the Xbox One or the PC? No, there's not many. So, I mean, yeah. will this will that incentivize them to? kind of pick up the controller again and start playing diablo i'm not i'm not i i'm not sure about that i'm really i don't know i mean it's a cool concept it's it's interesting that you know these guys want to play nice they want to be friends and everything but i mean I, for for this title being that it's 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 an older an older title i don't i don't think that the install base is there you know for for crossplay. And maybe you know, like I said, maybe it'll it'll help them pick up the controller again. But I, I just don't know. I don't know about it. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, uh, I mean, I think I think the thing is like they're pro- <laughs> they're probably hoping and banking on the fact that, like you said, Joe, this is an older game. Maybe this will give them a reason for people to go out and buy it. Like, oh, well, I could play with so and so, blah blah blah. And like you've mentioned in other things, maybe they have something else going on. So maybe this is kind of a proof of concept. Maybe this is kind of getting the framework ready for their next uh, uh, game or whatever their uh, whatever's next on the on the list. Maybe this is just kind of all right. Let's let's see how everything goes here. Let's see if everything works like it should. Maybe that's what they're doing. Speaking of getting games ready. Transitions are on fire tonight. Speaking of getting games ready, you know who else is getting games ready? That would be level five. Level okay. five, yep. All right. From GoNintendo.com, we've got, I think, a very, very interesting article here. But um, So if you didn't know, level five uh, showed off their Yokai Watch 4 and their 11 Airs game or something at TGS uh, recently. And then shortly after the conference, it came out that both of those games are going to be delayed. So, what's up with that? And then this article <laughs> details that apparently uh, Level 5 didn't really want to show the games at TGS anyway. So what do we make of this? Like, is this is this sort of like a peek behind the scenes of, 
uh, the life of a developer sometimes where, you know, the people with the money come knocking on the door, like you got to show something. <laughs> so mm. I, I just thought this was really interesting. Yeah, that, that's definitely a possibility, you know, they, that they were kind of forced to, to show something. Um, I mean, I'm in the, in the ballpark where, you know, if you're not ready to show anything, don't just don't, don't do it. But I mean, the, the TGS is the, is where you want to do it. It's where you want to showcase it. So, I mean, it, it's, it's tough. It's tough to, I don't know. It, it's like I said, it's, it's, you're going to have a lot of eyeballs there. So it's kind of where you want to show it, but they just didn't want to, they, maybe just, they're not ready. <laughs> Yeah, which is kind of disappointing because, I mean, I know those are games people really want to play, and so now they're further off than we thought. Yeah. Yeah, and I honestly don't know a whole lot about either of the series. Uh, I've never actually played any of the Yokai Watch games uh, or the other one either. So, yeah, I really, I really can't even make an opinion on this. Yeah. I, I mean – like you said, just people have invested in money wise into yeah, this. I mean, like you got to show something here, give us something. And you know what, what they showed wasn't bad. It looked, you know, it looked okay in the short clip for the yokai watch. Um, but yeah, they're just, they're just not ready. Hmm. I just think that that, I think that's disappointing sometimes. I mean, like these devs are obviously working hard on these games and they knew that it wasn't ready to show, but they had to anyway. I, I just I kind of feel for them, you know. I mean, yeah. I don't. I didn't hear about them getting any negative press for what they showed. You know what I mean? So no, no, I, don't, no. I don't. I don't think. I don't think it's that. I mean, I think that they prepped whatever it was really well. But you know how it is. Like, I mean, they they didn't want to show it yet. Yeah. I, no. I know, as a creator, right. like letting people see something that's unfinished is like the scariest thing in the world. You know. And right. So they're obviously kind of pressured into showing that stuff. Right. It's unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of games that we're we may not get for a while and by for a while i mean forever uh this is kind of disappointing and this goes back uh if you guys have been listening up to this point you know geo and i one game that we talk about being remastered for the switch uh several several times several several different episodes has been uh xenoblade chronicles x uh mm-hmm. now david have you ever played uh x no I, i've only played the very first xenoblade chronicles game Okay, so you have, X, you haven't X jumped into two. Awesome though. Okay. Yeah, X looks pretty great. I haven't <laughs> played X. That, that's the that's the the one I haven't played. Um, but this one that both Geo and I thought that would fit really well on the Switch. But apparently, Monolith Soft doesn't agree, mm-hmm. uh, because of I guess just how hard it would be to remake for the switch. And this is coming from Nintendo soup um, where the, you know, they detail a conversation that happened uh, recently with Takahashi. Um, and I think, it, I mean, it comes down to the, the amount of effort it would take to make it happen. And, yeah. you know, obviously the money that it would take to make it happen. And that's just disappointing to hear. Cause like sometimes it's better not to hear anything and just like dream <laughs> about it forever. Yeah, sure. And then they come out and be like, ah, it's never going to happen. Now, yeah. was it on the Wii U? Is that the one it was on? It was yep. on the Wii U, yeah. I saw, I think I saw some video of it. Do you think it was, it's partially hard to bring it over to Switch? Did they use the the Wii U gamepad a lot? They did. Um, uh, yeah, they did, actually. I mean, I, I think more of what, 
the the bigger issues you know it could have been developed on a whole different engine that they'd have to recreate and, and put on the switch it could be some something that we're just not thinking about but i think it comes down to money this one wasn't really their most popular game um although a lot of people do i think people who like it really like it it just wasn't that popular because it was on a system like you've said phil that no one had yeah and and it's unfortunate to me. I mean, I have it. I played. I didn't complete it, but I played quite a bit of it. It is a very. It's very different from Xenoblade Chronicles and Xenoblade Chronicles Two. It's a very different game. Uh, it doesn't really have the same feel. Xenoblade Chronicles X is more like an exploratory um, game and not like you know an action RPG like we're used to with. Uh, the original and two. So I think this comes down to you know is this even really worth it. Like you said, is it worth the money to really put in, you know, getting the engines right, getting all this behind the scenes stuff? Is it worth it? And I don't think that they think that. Yeah, they got to prioritize, you know, where's the money at for them, probably. Yeah. And, yeah. and if they if they could port over uh, the first one, I mean, that would I would I would like that one better. It could run yeah. on the 3DS. It surely could run on the Switch. <laughs> right. Exactly. Like the new 3DS. Right. So, um, and you know, they're working on their other projects as well. Right. So, I mean, it's not to say that they couldn't work on a port, but you know, I guess we can't be choosers here. <laughs> well, there's a reason to go buy a Wii U still. Oh hey, yeah, yeah. There's one. I reason. still have my Wii U. I kind of wish I still had mine, but I, I sold it for Switch money. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. I think you made a good decision. That was a good investment. No, it wasn't. This. This. There's good games on the Wii U. I'm not saying yeah. that there's not. And they're all, I mean, I mean they're all so coming to the Switch. The Switch. But, you know, they're all on the Switch. Yeah, all the yeah, good yeah. ones just, are on the just Switch. Just wait six months. Slowly. Yeah, slowly but surely. Yeah. All right, uh, guys, let's settle into some Pokemon news real quick. I teased it at the beginning. We do have some stuff here coming from Pokemon. So all of you Pokemon fans out there, the Pokemans, then listen up. Uh, so first up, we've got uh, some details from an interview about uh, the Pokemon Let's Go difficulty and some maybe series, uh, the, something about the future of the series. Uh, Gio, what really about the difficulty do we learn, if anything, really? Is it in, in Pokemon Go? Let's Go. Or Let's Go. Let's, let's go. go, Pikachu. Yeah. Um, I'm it, trying to find the article that you're referring to. I'm sorry. It's the Eurogame, the Eurogamer. Yeah, the Eurogamer article. Uh, Gosh. Yeah, I mean, was it that the game's going to be easy? Because I know a lot of people were saying that that's actually what they are I, kind I of looking gonna, forward to. I think it's going to be too easy. And and what this is saying is that it's uh it's more difficult. Um, I'm 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 guessing and wondering if that's more like the motion controls. They're they're really implementing these things and and. For me, motion controls is it's just not for me. Um, yeah, because because I mean they've done away and look, I'm uh, Pokemon. I, I knew nothing about it, but they did away with like the battling, right? And so now it's just all like capture, right? It's just like yeah. throw you know throw the yeah. And, little, it, and if it's anything ball. like a Pokemon Go, it, I mean it's it's really just touch and button. I mean it's really simple. There's really nothing too much to it. Um, so. I mean, to increase difficulty, I'm I'm wondering if more of that's with the motion controls and over anything else, because I don't see this game being difficult at all, to be honest. Um, I'm just trying to find here in this article where they mention that. 
Yeah, I mean, because I read through, I read through, it and I, I just, I couldn't, I couldn't figure out what the difficulty they were talking about. But something that, something else that they covered that I thought was interesting when it comes to the future of the series and the possibility of open world. Apparently, that's possibly potentially still on the table for a future In Let's installment. Go? No, for a future installment. That's what I said. Yeah, the I, future I, of the series. I would, yeah. I would wonder where, how they would even do that. Um, Oh, do you think Jay. the next game will be that way? The the full Pokemon game next year? Do you think that will be open world? Oh, I mean, do I do I think it will be, or do I think that that would be a smart idea? I think that that would be uh, a smart uh, idea. I don't know. I I don't know how long. It depends on how long they've been making this game. I mean, is this yeah. is this like yeah. a, a a a game that's only a couple years old, or is this something that they've been like putting time into? And I just I just don't know. Can you imagine all the angry Pokemon fans if they made it open world? All the random encounters in an open world, that would be a a, a, a nightmare. <laughs> that would be an absolute nightmare. Having an open world, you don't see anything, you know, and just yeah, having a random encounter. Uh so they would have to they would have to definitely change something. Um is it Dragon Quest that has they're not random encounters, but you kind of see the enemies and then yeah. they kind of go to you and you have like your battle within a certain circle is that is that how that one works well it depends on the dragon quest but you can see the enemies in the field and then you you they can actually chase you and run into you or you can run into them but then you actually transition to a battle screen at that point okay so uh, maybe I'm not sure about the like latest that. dragon quest it may have actually been on the same field though okay uh, yeah, I, I think i think that's where Drew <laughs> is getting like uh an arena almost like kind of forms around you and you just can't right. leave that, that circle. But I think, I think either of those would work. I mean, you wouldn't necessarily have to have like a hugely populated field as long as you just had like these different you know, Pokemon, like jumping around and if yeah. you got near them, then it's like, you know, like the, the glass break, <laughs> you know, and then I can see it just like Dragon Quest, Dragon, uh, Dragon Quest. I mean, we're like, like you said, you can see way far out, but but when you the mobs get closer to you as wherever you are, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I love your sound effects, Phil. That that was excellent. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> and you gotta go watch the video so you can see my actual gra- the the glass breaking. Okay. Um. And then lastly, uh, speaking of uh, the next Pokemon game, uh, we did have confirmation that the Pokemon that you capture in Let's Go. As in, let's go Pikachu, let's go Eevee, will be transferable to Pokemon 2019. How, how is that going to work? What are these you'll guys? probably have to. You'll probably have to subscribe to some sort of like PokeBank or something. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I don't yeah, know. I don't know. But you'll definitely have to be in in PokeBank. Uh, that will probably be the first thing once the the next iteration of Pokemon comes out. PokeBank PokeBank is is right there it's right there for sure um but so this this means that okay so you can now you can capture things in pokemon go and transfer that to pokemon let's go and so now i'm assuming you can take those and go straight into pokemon 2019 so that's that's interesting actually Well, that's kind of neat if you think about the incentive to play let's go this year Mm -hmm. Uh, it might encourage people who who they know they're going to play next year's pokemon it's going to be the big one and they may be on the fence about this year with the Let's Go, but you know that may sell copies of, of this game. I think it's going to sell anyway, but 
maybe it yeah. sells even more because it goes on. Uh, That's a mm-hmm. fantastic point because if they had come, if because we we've known that the big new Pokemon's on the horizon, and and this one's sort of almost like a side game, and yeah, yeah that is such a good way to sell copies. Because if you said that your progress isn't going to count, like, you know, you won't be playing this game again next year. Yeah, that's 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 smart. That's smart. That's real smart. I mean, all the other iterations of Pokemon, you're you're able to do that. So, I mean, they're continuing. They're kind of continuing that trend. Um, I mean, you'd have to do it with the Pokebank. But I mean, you're you're kind of already able to do it. So you're trying to catch them all. So, I mean, this you got to you got to help these people out trying to catch them all. Yeah. All right, well, that wraps up the news for this week. Um, let's go into what games we've been playing this week. And, David, we'll start with you uh, since you've never been on the show. Like, what are, what are you playing? What do you what do you like to play right now? I'll tell you what. I'm playing a bunch of stuff, uh, which is kind of one of my problems. I like to start games. I and never then finish. I, I get excited same, about the game same. for, like, 10 hours. I love it. And then I'm like, all right, what's the next game I can start for some reason? <laughs> so... Uh, like an idiot, I actually started Octopath Traveler last week, uh, which it's it's actually blowing away my expectations. Um, I read really? a lot of stuff. I read our review of it, but I kind of held off because I kept thinking I need to have some some more free time to play it. So I started it. Um, I've done um, four of the chapter ones, uh, you know, four different characters, and then the bosses, and it's great. And, but then what happened was I my birthday was last month. And GameStop, sent me, oh thanks, GameStop sent me a twenty percent off coupon, and they're real clever because they're like, you know, this expires in a week. Or <laughs> so I went out and I found um, uh, the Ease Eight. Yep. Uh, yeah, yeah, that commercial data. Saying it right. Um, and with the GameStop Pro member price, it was like forty three, and then with the twenty percent off, I think I got it for thirty four. Good that's, deal. That's fantastic. Uh, and, and that's, yeah, and it's actually um, just as good as I thought it would be. And I'm actually playing it more than I'm playing Octopath right now. Um, there's something about the action RPG. I think as I've gotten older, I think my patience for turn-based RPGs is starting to diminish. And I yeah. want this like, instant action, you know, kill 50 enemies and move on to a boss and not have to worry about all these rounds and all these turn-based things. Right. And, and Octopath is like, really turn-based you know what i mean it's yeah. like, very very turn-based like these chapter one bosses are like taking me 45 minutes to beat just because they have so much hp and, and i go back and think about like final fantasy 6 or even 7 where in the early game the bosses are just like a cinch and octopath does not seem to be that way it seems like they're they're throwing it at you just right at the beginning and i can imagine it just gets harder and harder um but but they're both great games so i've enjoyed playing them both this week Nice. Yeah. What do you, What do you got, Phil? What do you got? Uh, well, uh, one of my one of my buddies on the call here, huh? Geo, sent me uh this sweet little game called Divinity Original Sin Two. Oh never, my gosh, so, I never heard uh, of. It. I cracked that open for the first time, and I've been playing a little bit of that. And you know what? It also gave me the itch for this other small indie game. Uh, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of this it, called Dragon Age Origins. And so um, I, I've also just kind of been playing both of those simultaneously. And it, it is kind of cool to see like older game and then this this new guy, this little new kid on the block that yep. has a really cool take 
on this like isometric genre is just fantastic so did geo did you convince them to bring divinity original sin 2 to the switch or to I, well it's already on xbox i guess yes yeah, on xbox it's on playstation and, and pc i have been campaigning for <laughs> for this yeah. to be on the switch i mean i don't know how the switch would handle it i don't care uh just just put it just put it on the switch please. is it really high graphics is it graphically intensive I will um, say on my PC it looks gorgeous. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so on a PC, you know, that's that's a whole nother yeah, ball game. Yeah, but uh, I, I mean, know. now would you say the Switch could handle it? Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. Uh, uh, I I would need I would need to like see what what are the like the low end PC settings. You know, I, okay. I think I think that's always a good indication. Like if you can scale it back. And it still looks okay. Then I mean, it should it should be fine. Um, I don't I don't know. I mean, it definitely couldn't handle what it looks like on this. I don't know what it looks like on Xbox. I mean, that would be a closer. Yeah, comparison. I mean, I'm on a I'm on an Xbox One X. So uh, my brother in law he has a he has a 4K setup, and it looks it looks absolutely beautiful on his. Mm. So I mean, I mean, okay. Going back to what I said earlier, it chugs with Xenoblade Chronicles 2, so <laughs> a game that was made for it, that, that, that would I be mean, my, my big concern. With like Xenoblade Chronicles 2, yeah, I was just going to say that. Maybe because it was early in the Switch's life cycle, yeah. maybe it just wasn't optimized well. I mean, it, I, I think it did get better because I actually, I have been replaying it a little bit, and I haven't noticed those those chugging moments um, when you get into a town um, or bigger battles. I haven't noticed them as frequently. Um so maybe there was some optimization that they could handle in a patch, but I think building the game from the ground up, knowing what other developers know already and how to develop for the switch, maybe you're not going to get that as much, you know, these guys, I'm, I'm assuming they talk to each other. Um, yeah. So, and you always see that in the consoles too, as it goes on, right? Like mm-hmm. take the early 360 games and then take the later 360 games. And that's right. even worse. we're talking last gen. Uh, and just the things that the developers figure out over years of working on the platform, you can bet these guys are figuring the same out and girls, um, you know, what the switch can do and where it really does have more power than maybe it comes off um, at, at first glance. Right. Yeah. I'd love to see what the next Zelda game on the switch will look like. I mean, cause breath yeah. of the wild is already gorgeous and mm-hmm. that was really made for the Wii U, I think. And, and just, I mean, yeah. is that, don't you think it was really made for that platform? With the switch kind of over on the side, I maybe maybe I'm wrong on that, but I mean I have, I I have a feeling like it wasn't. Let's make this for the switch, but then also make it backwards compatible. I I have a feeling like you're right in that. I think it was Wii U. Then Nintendo said, okay, well we're gonna put out a new console. Okay, well we better make the new version yeah. too. Yeah. I think I think that, that game was so old it was an actual Wii U game. I mean, it, it looks beautiful on the Wii U, but it runs better on Switch. And you, you can always I, see I did that. play both versions. I borrowed my friend's Wii U to play his version of Breath of the Wild because I had to play it. And then mm. I went out after playing it. I went out and bought the Switch to play my own version of Breath of the Wild. So nice. yeah, I did get sort of both of those experiences. Nice. I mean, it, it's not a realistic graphical game. I mean, it looks beautiful, um, and I think it's one of those. It'll look timeless as well. Um, but I mean, in saying that, that's probably why it doesn't have a lot of issues performance wise. So that that's, yeah. that's my opinion. That's yeah. Right, I, um, Gio, what's you been playing? 
Um, Divinity Original Sin 2, I will probably pay, play that. Uh, that'll carry me probably until Red Dead, I'm guessing, because uh, that'll be my next thing. Um, Wasteland 2, been playing that on, on the YouTube for Switch RPG, as well as I'm going to be starting Hand of Fate 2 again. They're, they're uh, putting out a new patch. Uh, the combat, it was a little wonky, so I'm kind of waiting for that patch to come out to really kind of get into that again. Um, and then I kind of have something else I've been recording for the YouTube uh, uh, division that I'll be, uh, it's not Switch related, unfortunately. It's a side quest. So I'll be uh, putting that up soon. I thought awesome. you were saying that you were recording the division. I was like, wow, <laughs> no. this is really out in left field. No, no, not no. We, uh, the YouTube division. Yeah, we yeah, have the podcast YouTube. division. You know, we're all separated into divisions. You guys are the nerd division with your writer, you know, with your pen and papers and stuff. <laughs> oh, that's great. Um, <clears throat> all right. I, I want to cover the, the sales. But before I do that, David, because um, I usually try to uh, plug – uh, both Switch RP, the Switch RPG database and also the Switch List app. Uh, but why don't you plug those things while you're here since you're the mastermind of both of those? So why don't you oh, kind of tell us what they are and then how people can, can get a hold of them. Okay. All right. Well, uh, Switch RPG, the whole goal of it was to create a place where RPG fanatics could go and find out all the information that's out there on every RPG for the Nintendo Switch. So kind of a niche audience, but a lot of us kind of bleed over into other consoles too. So uh, I feel like it's done a good job of, of providing Switch RPG news and content, but also bringing together a lot of RPG um, fanatics or people who grew up with the older consoles and played all the Pokemons and all the Final Fantasies and Dragon Quest and all that stuff. So it's got a really solid community of people behind it too, um, beyond just being kind of a, a database site. And then switch list uh which is an app uh, it's actually on android and ios you can just google um uh, i'm sorry not google just search for switch list uh, or you can actually go to switchlist.app uh it's it's serving a different purpose in that um nintendo has not done the best eShop ever uh so Are you serious the you don't you don't love you yeah. don't love the way the eShop it's okay, but you know the hardest thing is figuring out what games are coming out and what's on sale. And uh, so Switchlist tries to make that easier for people. Uh, and, and to plug it even further, I actually rewrote it um, over the last couple months. And the new version is a lot better, in my opinion. Uh, and, and it's done pretty well. It, it's got a... Uh, this week, it actually broke um, 30,000 30, installs. Holy cow. Awesome. I feel like Android. I feel like last week it was at like 10. <laughs> That's incredible. Yeah, it's doing good. And what's funny, a lot of people use it every day. Almost 1,500 people a day are coming on. Uh, it has like a chat. It has some community stuff. But everyone's really quiet on there. Uh, really, it's, it's kind of surprising. And then you go to Switch RPG, which is a much smaller group of people. But everyone's is like hanging out on Discord and, and like um, – talking to us on Twitter and talking to you on the podcast and on YouTube. And so it's funny to see this smaller group of people, but they're really more of kind of a close knit community. And then you have this larger thing that's solving a problem. Um, but people really just kind of come and use it and leave. Yeah. So it's really much more of a tool. Whereas switch RPG is much more of sort of an entity of, of people that have a common interest in RPGs and happen to own Nintendo switches as well. So 
I think that's the best way to plug them both. Yeah. Uh, Switch RPGs to the clubhouse for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the clubhouse. Yeah. And it's where I get to meet you awesome people. You know, you, like you two and um, uh, Meatball Sub, that guy cracks me up. And, um, and um, uh, uh, ERPG, uh, Evan. I love all the articles that everybody's turning out on the side. Yeah, Jer- Jeremy. Yeah. And then we've got some great yeah. guest writers there too. Uh, so that's really kind of what Switch RPG almost has, has turned into, including, you know, with the database, it's also turned into a a content creation hub yeah. you know so it's great and, and he has some changes on the horizon um coming coming soon i don't know exactly when but i, I think we're going to make switch rpg we're going to let it focus on what it does best and we're going to let switch list do what it does best and and i think it'll be better in the long run so i'm, I'm excited to work on that soon and get the community involved um in those changes as well we're so, fired no, 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 no! Yeah. We're voted. Are... We're voted off the no. island. <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, well, we're excited about we're excited about those changes. Um, yes. and it was a nice little tease there. Um, okay. So speaking of teases, two weeks ago I put out a tease and I was like, next week is going to be the greatest week of releases and then we didn't record at all so what i'm going to do is i want to cover the past two weeks of releases uh for everybody um this is once again switch releases uh so starting back on october the 11th we had a just fantastic little game called child of light ultimate edition drop on october 11th um in addition to that we also had chasm drop on october 11th which is also a, a, a really nice little title then on October the 12th, we had something that a lot of people were just gung-ho for, which is The World Ends With You Final Remix, an older Square game brought back to life for the Switch. And then uh, this week, uh, yesterday, in fact, we had Valkyria Chronicles Remastered drop on October yep. 16th. Um, I am saying yesterday. It was on the 16th for those of you who are listening on Friday. And then, um, so, so that is a, a good solid two weeks of releases. Um, yep. you know, it's already the issue of what do I buy? What do I, you know, like I can't get everything. So what do I get? And that, that, that's, that's a, that's a difficult two weeks to decide between. I mean, I really want world ends with you. Um, and then I want Valkyrie Chronicles remastered. So yeah, got to make some decisions coming up. Yeah. Good luck with that one. Uh, Dave, my, David, I have my hands full. Any of those four that really spoke to you? I know you're kind of a fan of Child of Light, right? Or was that was that not you? No, are you talking to me? Yeah, David, yeah. Oh, yeah, I would say Child of Light was great. Yeah, um, yeah. I played it, um, most of it, if not all of it. Um, About 10 hours of it. <laughs> yeah, it was and then moved on. Yeah, that's probably what happened. <laughs> I don't remember. I, I think I played it on... Um, it was on Vita. Feet. It was on Vita. Yeah, that's where I think I yeah. got it. It's been a couple of years, I think, since I played it, but I enjoyed it. Uh, I probably wouldn't buy it again, though. I mean, it was great, mm-hmm. but I just I don't need to play it again. Um, yeah. Out of those, though, I, I honestly do think I would get Valkyria Chronicles. Uh, it's such an interesting take on the strategy with sort of the mixture of the the war and you know, there's like tanks and all this strategy to where you put your guys, but then it also gets kind of into this like fantasy almost. I missed, I played it on the PS3 years ago, and again, it was one of those cases where I think I put maybe seven, eight hours into it and, and moved on. But I enjoyed <laughs> it. I might be willing to play that one again on the Switch. 
Yeah, of all of them, um, that would that would be the one, and for the exact same reasons. It just visually, it just looks cool, um, and and it would probably be a good jumping off point to get into maybe four if I was ever yeah. to kind of move into that direction. So yeah. yeah, and I believe we announced a few a few weeks ago now that there's some deal with a discount for remastered. I think if you'd gotten four, you get a discount for remastered. So that was a that was a really cool deal. And I guess mm-hmm. that's still going on. Maybe until I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. 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 And remember you can, you guys can uh, head over to switchrpg.com for all of your um, RPG wants or needs on the Nintendo switch platform. So ladies and gentlemen, it's time to hear from you. Remember we're all about community here at the switch RPG podcast. So if you want to be part of the show, remember you can email us your questions using our question form at switchrpg.com slash podcast. Just like Paul Nichols did, our faithful questionnaire, Paul Nichols, mm-hmm. he's asking, guys, what is our favorite non-MMO co-op RPG? A co-op experience. He said lots of RPGs are single player, but which ones do you recommend to play with your friends? Do any of you guys have any that jump out in your mind? Co-op. It's a good co-op. question. But it can't be an MMO, so there you go. Right, I got two, but I can let Geo go first if you want. Yeah, sure. Um, this kind—I of, mean, just just off the top of my head, what I'm playing right now, Divinity: Original Sin. You could play that couch co-op. You can play that because um, I play with it with my brother-in-law. Um, it's just—it's just to use the phrase, it just works. It really—it just works. It's—it's it's really perfect. Um, so I would have to say Divinity: Original Sin uh let me see off the top of my head now i was gonna say a game but i i believe phil might be stealing that one so oh, go ahead and uh, say it because i don't i don't know i don't know if i'm stealing it oh okay um borderlands yeah, uh, okay. borderlands, yeah i know we all went the same place yeah Border- i, mean, I, I per- specifically said borderlands 2 yeah, yeah. Borderlands 2 yeah, I, I I like them all. I'm, I'm a fan of either one of them. Borderlands Two definitely adds a lot more. A uh, lot. I think it, the story's better. I think the mechanics. Uh, they improved them on them. Um, but either one uh, is 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 really good. You got you got up to four players, and it's just an awesome action RPG. The the humor in it, it, it just it fits me. <laughs> it really does. It works for me. The writing in it is hilarious. So. Um, I'm sorry. You you told me to take it. You told me to take it. That's um, a good one. Yeah, I I mean some people like Dark Souls as as a, a co-op. It's not really co-op. Um, now that I'm thinking of it, I mean there are some situations in Dark Souls where it can be co-op, but um, I I, I don't know about that one. So yeah, those those are my two. David, what were what, do you had? Did did you have another one? Yeah, well, Diablo 3 is a good one. Okay, yep. yeah. You can play that one co-op, um, which, you know, I, like I said, I played with that game with my wife. Um, and I think my older boys are going to be interested in playing it this time, too. So Diablo 3 and the fact that it's coming out in just a couple of weeks for the Switch, is that's pretty exciting, in, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, Borderlands was, was the other one I was thinking of. Uh, and I was trying to think. I know there was another one I used to play. You were going to say... Path of Exile. That's oh, what I say. need to play those. <laughs> I, that one. I haven't played that one. Um, Path of Exile is is you know it's just like uh, uh, Diablo three. You know it's the same 
same sentiment. It's kind of in the same vein. And yeah. um, I actually played with it with uh, Two Isle on, on Discord. I played with it for a little bit with him. Um, I forget what came out. I think it's just the YouTube division started, you know, creeping on me. I was playing too many games, and I'm like, Two Isle, I'm really sorry. I don't have a lot of time. And, um, yeah, I, I mean, it's I love playing that game as well, co-op. That one works. Um, God, I, I had one and then you said Path of Exile and it, God, Borderlands 2 was, my big one. that was my big one. Um, so it really messed you up, Phil. He really did. Oh, oh, oh I was going to say, I was going to say, um, I know a lot of people would suggest, uh, the Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles, isn't it? Cause that's coming oh, out and that's yeah. also going to be co-op. Um, so that yeah. should be coming out sometime mm-hmm. in the near future. So that's a good one um there is also some sort of uh co-op nest co-op capabilities with final fantasy 15 if that is if that is your thing they have the whole comrades uh dlc so there is that mm-hmm. one as well just to give you some options nice uh and if you really want to take a deep dive my first rpg ever was uh the third age and that was actually two player Two player. It was a two player, essentially, because uh, I mean, I've, I've talked about it before. Third Age was essentially like a Final Fantasy X clone that wasn't as good mm-hmm. set in the in the Lord of the Rings uh, setting. Um, but what was interesting about it was it was two player. So player one um, controlled the player character whenever you were running around in the world, and as soon as you went to battle, uh, there were three part. There were three party members in the battle, and player one controlled two of them and player two got to control one of them so hmm. you got your little that's decision a, that's a weird kind of mechanic yeah all right uh geo you know what time it is it's late it's survivor time yeah <laughs> no everybody pack your bags it's side quest time <laughs> all right Sorry. okay geo tell us what this week's side quest is all about all right, this week's side quest is uh, we actually had a side quest last week, and uh, it was basically um, top RPGs that everyone should play. And, you know, the, it was someone else's list that we kind of read from, and it was very isometric centric. A lot of the RPGs that were there were, uh, there were a lot of isometric games, and there were, I mean, there were a few other good ones in there, but it was, I felt like they were missing quite a bit. And it was a fairly recent, recent list. Uh, so here we are. We're good enough as they are. So we're making our own list. Yeah, and just so everybody knows, this isn't uh, necessarily like games for new players. I think that would be a, a whole separate list that we'll probably have to put together as well. So this is just like, if you like RPGs, you should check these games out. Um, and, and it's a mix of newer and older stuff. So uh, Gio, why don't you hit us with your first game? Don't go through your whole list. Let's go first wow. game. Jeez, my first game, um, Xenoblade Chronicles 2. Uh, definitely, um, I think it's a it's a must play for any anyone who likes RPGs. Um, the the music, I mean, I'm not a big listener of soundtracks. Like, I'm not one to kind of have it in the background. It's just, it's just not me. But I do it for this one. I really enjoy the music for this. One of the last times I logged into the game, I found I, I realized that I had been on the the, uh, the the start the start menu for like seven minutes. Yeah, I was just I was just like listening to music. 
this and like I said, I'm not I'm not one for that, but it is one that I'll, like if I'm doing like video editing or just kind of surfing the web, I'll I'll put that on in the background all the time. It, it's it's awesome. Um, but otherwise, I mean, the story's cool. The action is cool. The the uh, mechanics, the fighting mechanics are, are I, I love them. They're 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 not so complex where it just uh, deters you from playing the game. I don't think um, they're, they're they're great. They're good. And it's a really pretty game, too. Yeah, yeah, that, too. Um, all right, speaking of pretty games, my first game on the list is also a recent one. If you have a PS4, I think it is a must-play, um, Horizon Zero Dawn. Uh, mm -hmm. It is a, an action RPG that is uh, sort of heavy on the open-world exploration. It came out on the same day, I believe, as Breath of the Wild. You want to talk about a great... It was either that or the same week. Uh, but you want to talk about a fantastic... Um, what was that early 2017 uh, yeah. time for RPGs um, specifically open world RPGs I think Horizon Zero Dawn is just an absolute gem and just gorgeous so if you got a PS4 go play that yeah cool that's definitely one I want to play someday I don't have a PS4 though so you're in, you're in the boat someday. Geo. actually yeah. nobody on this panel has PS4s currently oh that's right you, uh, yeah, you, I don't have mine anymore you got, you got rid of yours yeah, uh, David, you got you got one you want to throw in on the list real quick? Oh man, I, I do. I'm trying not to, to say an obvious one, but um, say I do, I do kind of make it a point to, especially with people who are younger than me, to, to make them go back and play uh, Chrono Trigger. Okay, I still think it's one of the best RPGs of all time for just so many reasons, and it's way more accessible now um, because you can get it for like the DS. Uh, and then the PC, the PC version on Steam, which I, I don't actually own, but I know Square put a lot of time into it. Um, they they fixed a whole bunch of issues on it, and I think that's a sign that they're going to port that to the consoles soon as well. Okay. I don't think they would have invested so much money in the Steam release uh, if they didn't have bigger plans for it. So I'm excited because I think that means a lot of people born you know 1990 and up will have a chance to play it uh, on a modern console um yeah <laughs> including my own kids who have not played it but I, I have a co-worker and i actually um asked him to play it and so he kind of went out of his way and found um i'm not sure if he's playing the super nintendo version or or ds but he started playing it and i came into work and i expected him to be like it's the best game i ever played and he was like yeah, it's pretty good. Oh no, <laughs> it's, it's all right. It's it is such an old game, and you can see some real. You can see its age in some ways, but then if you if you take it and then look at all the things it's inspired, I think you'll, you'll appreciate it more. Right. Uh, so many games nowadays say, "Yeah, Chrono Trigger was a inspiration for our game." Mm -hmm. uh, but that would be my number one. Uh, the other one I would pick, I'm not allowed to say because you said it was excluded from the list. Geo no, excluded no, no. it from the list. Let's be clear. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. But, but Final Fantasy VI is still an all-time favorite. Um, I wish Square would give it the treatment that they're giving Seven. Uh, in that, you know, Seven, Seven's had all these, you know, like anniversaries and spin-off games and movies. Uh, movies and then uh, they're doing the big remake and i'm sitting there thinking why is six 
except for the awful mobile port that they decided to do, why is six just kind of being left, you know, in the in the old days when I think six is still their best two D Final Fantasy they ever did. Hey, um, look, as a six fan, I guess the positive we can take away is that we're not Final Fantasy eight. <laughs> just get, just talking about getting forgotten and left to yeah, the end. Yeah, and Nathan even doesn't yeah. even get the switch. It gets, uh, it gets leaked over. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> all, right, uh, all right, Gio, go uh, hit us with another one. All right, so um, I I did have uh, Divinity Originals in there. I I I I, I, I think wanna, that's I, I think that's a smart entry. I think that's a smart entry. It's a newer game. I mean, but I don't like I don't want to like oversell this game in in what it but it really is such a good game um but let's pretend i never mentioned it okay i did not say you should play divinity original sin okay but you should so let's say dark souls i'm gonna say dark souls 3 because that's the order i went in. i actually went in at, at dark souls 3 and then i kind of played them backwards so i played dark souls 1 and then 2 um it is yes it's a very difficult game but the 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 story in it the lore the 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 aesthetic of it is it is beautiful. It is an awesome, awesome game. Now, yes, it is complicated, but when when you start to get it, when it finally clicks, the sense of accomplishment in that is is overwhelming. It really is awesome once it really clicks with you. And I and I mean, I don't know if it's for everyone because I think that learning curve in the the comp because it's kind of complicated. It's not that it's complicated. It's just kind of difficult. But I think that throws a lot of people off. And once you get past that, it really is an awesome, awesome game. Hmm. All right. I want to give you a couple of older Final Fantasy titles here. Uh, we, we tried to go light on Final Fantasy, and then it just kept being like, well, what about me? What about me? What about me? Uh, so if you think older Final Fantasy, I think uh, Final Fantasy Four is an interesting one. I think that's one that you, you, you need to play from a story standpoint. Uh, the yep. characters are iconic, but then also it's very accessible now. You can actually get two separate versions that are completely amazing in their own each in their own rights. There's a 3D version um, for that. I guess it was the the DS, I think. Uh, but you can get that on. I think you can get that on Steam and mobile right now. And then there is okay. also what my personal favorite a a, a 2D remaster. Um, I think it's called the Collection or something. Um, I can't remember exactly, but uh, the Final Fantasy IV collection or something. Uh, yeah, but, that's it. The PSP version, right? Yeah, the PSP version. But that is now, you can get that on a bunch of different things as well. Um, I, so I think Final Fantasy IV is, is a great one. But then also, yeah. I, it, it, it would be it would be robbery not to say, uh, if you're into tactical RPGs, uh, it would be robbery not to tell you to go play the grandfather of them all. Uh, Final Fantasy Tactics. Um, okay. I'm just. I thought you were going somewhere else with that. No. Were you going to say Tactics Ogre? Nah. <laughs> no. No. Okay. No. 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 I, I thought it was going to go Dragon Age on, buddy. Oh. <laughs> that's not a tactical RPG. <laughs> Whatever. Unless you play it on Nightmare difficulty, then it has to be. But that's that's just beside the point. And, and Tactics is another one that Square really needs to bring over to the Switch. Uh, you know, it could run on the Vita and the PSP just fine and all the mobile devices. So, you know, I don't see any reason why we don't have a Switch version of it yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at least not yet. I mean, maybe that's in the plans. Uh, yeah. Maybe they're seeing what the reception is on all the other ones that they're putting out. And then hopefully there's yeah. more to come. Maybe all the other 10, 
10 you ones they're going to do. And then, yeah, maybe next yeah. time we'll get four, five, six tactics and still not eight. Poor <laughs> 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 eight. Oh. Did you, I, did you like eight? I played eight and, and no, I, I didn't it. hate eight. I did not hate eight. I, I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. The card game in eight was probably the best part of that game to me. I think I think eight's big problem was the 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 style the art style that they went with, uh, is like they wanted it was like they they went as like quote unquote realistic as possible at that time, and that yeah. just did not stand the test of time at all. Yeah, it looks awful. Yeah, yeah and, and that's why they're not putting eight on anything because they just want you to forget about it. If it if it really? gets if it gets larger than your phone screen, then it's just like ooh, this is <laughs> rough. Yeah. yeah. Pretty bad. All right, Gio, uh, hit us, hit us with uh, the rest of your list, and then I'll give you the rest of mine. Sure, uh, rest of my list. Um, now, I could list a bunch of Western RPGs, but I'm not. I'm gonna, I'm gonna list Witcher Three is a is a, a must play. Again, the story, the the story, the look, like everything, everything about it, it's beautiful. So, Witcher Three. I was gonna say Elder Scrolls and. And that's that's a tough one because I'm gonna go with accessibility here. And you, Phil, and I had kind of talked about this with with Skyrim. I think that's more accessible, and I think that's something that people. I think that, again, you kind of mentioned this as well that it's it's just a good starting point. It's just a good entry into the series. And if you like this one, and then you can move on into Oblivion, you can move on into Morrowind, and all the others that are in there. Skyrim is, I think, the one to play out of all of them. Uh, and then also Fallout, Fallout 3, Fallout New Vegas, 4, you know, not everyone likes 4. Um, so those are that's kind of my Western RPGs. And then you got Pokemon. Just pick one of them. <laughs> They're all the same. Just pick one Pokemon game. You played them all. Uh, but definitely play a Pokemon game. All right, I'm going to hit you with mine, and then we'll wrap up. Um Final, uh, I already gave you tactics. Uh, Persona Five. I think. I think oh, if yeah. you're going to play Persona, play Persona Five. Once again, it's the most modern. Uh, if you like that, you can go back and play Persona Four. Uh, I'm putting Dragon Age Origins on here because I want to, and it's fantastic, <laughs> and it's my favorite. And then also uh, Madden 19 because Madden is an RPG, and that's our list, folks. Oh, um, God. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, that is going to be. All of our episode. That was a fun one, guys. That was a fun one. I I quit. This is my last one, by the way. <laughs> Matt, Madden's an RPG. That's the last. Madden thing is hear. not an RPG. Listen, uh, David, we really appreciate you uh, joining us for this episode. It was great. Yes, thank you. It's great to talk to you. Oh yeah, we really enjoyed it. I'd like to come back again if you'll have me. Uh, uh, of point. course, we're going to have you. We'll see how it goes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't promise anything. Sounds good. All right, uh, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to wrap up episode 26 of the Switch RPG Podcast. Thank you so much for listening and for everyone who sent in their questions. Keep them coming by sending us emails at switchrpg.com slash podcast. Remember, you can listen to this show each and every Friday now on your favorite uh, podcasting app or on our website. Uh, If you listen on an app, Please go give us a rating, and I will try to figure out how to find them <laughs> and read them on the show next time. Uh, and if you like what you hear, remember you can have it, head over to patreon.com slash switchrpg and uh, donate a couple dollars if you can spare. But if not, remember, 
you just being a part of our community, listening to us, watching us, uh, interacting with us. That's what matters to us. And we thank you for all of that. And finally, you can head over to SwitchRPG.com for all your RPG needs. Or you can download the Switch List app at Android and iTunes app stores, whatever they're called. Um, and then until next time, I will see you around. I'll be playing Divinity Original Sin and Dragon Age Origins. Nice. And Madden is not an RPG. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>